Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. Wow. You've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. Adams Brown. Strategic allies and CPAs. BTI. Your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Monday afternoon. It is time for Tiger Talk. How you doing? This is Gerard Welbrock, joined by four-day state head football coach Chris Brown. We are live at the Golden Q and Hayes. We'll be talking Fort Hayes State football until one o'clock, and we are certainly glad to have you a part of it. A rough uh, Saturday for uh, the Tigers. Another close one in Topeka, losing it overtime to the Ichabods, twenty-three to twenty. Fort Hayes State back at home Saturday night, taking on Central Oklahoma. We'll have a preview of the Broncos and, of course, review uh, the game on Saturday uh, with the coach in Topeka. As we mentioned, we're live at the Golden Q where they have the grilled cheese burger, their normal Monday special, but you can order anything off their menu, which grows each and every week. They've got the burger of the month. Of course, have drink specials every day of the week. So uh, stop on by. They'll have the Monday night football game on the baseball playoffs as well. They are uh, two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game's on, they're open. You can participate in the program. Send us your question, the Ask the Coach question, uh, through the Fort A. State Athletics website. Uh, and if we use your question, you'll be in the running for a uh, free $25 gift certificate used toward food here at the Golden Q. Pretty easy to do. Go to FHSUathletics.com. Look for Fan Zone. You click on that. You'll get a drop-down menu. You'll see at the bottom uh, uh, Tiger Talk. Ask the coach. Submit your question. Again, if we use it, uh, you'll be in the drawing for a gift certificate, a digital gift certificate. The folks at the Golden Q will be in touch with you on that. And uh, you'll get the free food, the $25 gift certificate from the Golden Q. Tigers fall in overtime, as we mentioned, 23-20 in Topeka. We're joined by head coach Chris Brown. And probably should have known it was going to be one of those games. I think it's now six out of the last seven times you've played Washburn 
It's been decided by six points or less. Another one down to the wire. Entertaining game, but, boy, very frustrating one as well. It is. You know, Coach Sherrick does a great job, you know, getting those guys ready, getting prepared, you know, to play us. And, you know, we try to do the same, and it's always a close matchup. And, you know, two pretty similar similar defenses. And, you know, then offensively, we kind of look at each other. It's very similar as well. And uh, even though I feel like we're pretty different with the things that we do, it looks pretty close to being the same thing. But, no, it, it was a battle. I mean, we had opportunities to – to get some things done, and, and, and we just didn't get it done. Um, we've got to work on those things this week and lock in a little bit more and make sure we're prepared for UCO. But, yeah, we had many opportunities to win that ball game. We just didn't do it. Yeah, I think that was the uh, the term after the game. We used it on the air, and I think you used it on your postgame show. Missed opportunities. A lot of chances to be up at least two scores, maybe 10 to nothing, maybe more at halftime, and even in the second half, you, you cash in on some of those opportunities, and that was the case in Northwest Missouri State, and you know, you're going to get other games this year, the three you've lost, it's the missed opportunities that were to kind of glare and stand out. Yeah, we are our worst own enemy right now, and, and that's it. I mean, just looking at that game, what if we didn't get the field goal blocked? Um, what if we didn't get up the two big plays? What if we recovered a couple of those fumbles? Um, what if we catch two balls, you know, inside the red zone and score? Um, it, it's a totally different ball game, but you know, what about a couple penalties that we had too that you know we don't have those and just many things that you know not hurt us in that game and uh, games like that, little things can can cost you and, and that's what exactly what it did. Well, the little the, the games like that and we knew it was going to be a pretty tight one, uh, two evenly matched teams, uh, record wise and just how they played on the field. Little things become really really big things. Yeah, and they always do. You know, especially in big games like that. You know. Hey, see, teams like Lincoln and, you know, you know Northeastern, you know, guys you know that are still trying to rise, you know, you can make a mistake and still have an opportunity to win it. But games like these, when you're playing a Northwest or a Kearney or, you know, Mo West or, you know, Washburn and anybody else, I mean, it's 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 going to hurt you and it's going to cost you. And, and you know, that we made more mistakes than they did and uh, ended up biting us in the butt. Well, I guess now the uh, the challenge is the, the psyche of three and three of your team and probably – kind of at a point where it can go one of two ways and, and how they handle this will be very important this week it is and it's it's totally up to them you know us as coaches we're, we're already back to work yesterday and uh getting a game plan ready and getting locked into what we need to do and how we're going to attack you know uco but it also comes down to your kids you know that we lifted this morning and um we'll find out how that went when i talked to coach boucher and and hopefully it went well but it's it's the kids' attitude and then what they're going to do from here and moving forward. I mean, still a lot of football to play. It's tough, a wonderful season of being, you know, could be 8-3. and three, But it, it's in their hands, their choice. It's how they play and the mistake and, and the choices they make from here on out. And I think, you know, the expectations going in, if you could somehow find a way to finish 8-3, and three, great season. But uh, just kind of shows the expectations that have been laid for four-day state football. When you got here, 8-3, and three, they're having a parade down Main Street cause <laughs> for a great season. Now it's, it's disappointing, which is a good problem to have. But uh, um, obviously uh, that, that bar has been raised a little bit higher for everybody. It is. It's, uh, you know, we, we you know, as, as coaches and hopefully as, a, as players expect to win conference championships and expect to get ourselves into the playoffs and uh, – you know, granted, some of that stuff is probably not going to happen every year just because how tough our conference is, but those are the expectations. And I think as as a program and as a coach, those are those are, those are are the things that you want. You know, you want that stress. You want, you know, that the fans and, and the crowd and, you know, our community expect those wins as well. And, you know, when it's 8-3, it's still pretty decent, but it's still not good enough for us. So we got to find a way to at least try to get to 8-3. And then who knows if there's bowl games or things like that going on. 
you know, we will accept a bid if we get one. All right. Well, a lot of work still to go, a lot of football still to be played, and uh, uh, we'll see how the Tigers uh, fare as they get set to return home. We are live at the Golden Q in Hayes, two blocks east of campus. They've got the grilled cheeseburger special on this Monday, Monday night football tonight, baseball playoffs throughout the day today. So stop on by. It's the Golden Q. The game's on. They're open. We've got more Tiger Talk after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Our clients know Brungard Hauer CPAs in Hayes and Garden City, but do you know Brungard Hauer? Our CPA firm has helped clients for decades, over six of them to be exact. Our people are active in the community and we support local organizations. We not only serve large companies, but also small businesses and individuals of varying income levels too. If you have tax, accounting, or business problems and need solutions, give us a call. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Wouldn't it be great if you could sit down with the family, have all of the cooking, cleaning, and dishes done? Well, that's why you go to the taco shop. We'll do it all for you. October specials include chicken bacon ranch quesadilla for $4.79, beef nacho supreme $6.39, and pork soft taco is $2.19. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order or have them deliver. Come on down to the taco shop. Fuller takes the snap. Here's the blitz. Chance throws. He's got Butkey wide open. Touchdown, Fort A. State. Hunter Butkey with a six-yard touchdown catch. And Fort A. State scores on the opening drive. He got by Peebler in the end zone. And it's six to nothing. Tigers with 3.06 to go in quarter number one. Well, it capped off what turned out to be a 14-play, 72-yard scoring drive. Gave the Tigers the lead, but they go on to lose in overtime at Washburn on Saturday, 23-20. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. You can check them out at Golden Belt Bank. Dot com. It was kind of a weird game in the sense that the two highest scoring offenses in the conference going into that one, there were three possessions in the first quarter. You had that long drive. That was the only time you had the ball in the entire quarter. They went for it on fourth down a couple of times on their opening possession, failed on fourth uh, near the end zone. You got them stopped on downs. But um, it really wasn't for, for how the two teams have played up to that point, the type of game that I think a lot of people expected going in. Yeah, when you look at the stats across the board, I mean, offensively, we were very similar in yards per game and points per game. Then defensively, we were very similar as well. I just think both defense really 
you know, in this game stepped up and did things. And I think both offenses didn't had some opportunities to do some things and just didn't take take advantage of them. So, but two very similarly matched teams, and uh, you saw it in the ball game. It came down to the very end. How much did them going forward on fourth down a couple of times on that first possession that change your guys' approach at all? Um, not not offensively. You know, if it's third and one, you know, and, and we get it, you know, I feel pretty good about it you know there's a couple of fourth down ones but when you don't get on third and one you're not really feeling too good about going for on fourth and one if it's third and four and all of a sudden you, you get it to fourth and one you feel a bit more comfortable and yeah hey, hey this is a situation let's go for it so really it, it didn't really factor into too much but just defensively maybe sometimes the things that you call and i I guess that's probably the disappointing. You had a, you did go for a couple of times on fourth down and were successful, but you had a couple of fourth and one opportunities. You mentioned the one you were stopped on third and one and uh, opted not to go. And that's probably the frustrating part because it felt like the offensive line had made some progress last week. It was playing well, and you like to think with the size and the experience you have up there that you could get that one yard when you needed to, but that was a big third down play because I think that was eventually led to the, the missed field goal. Yeah, it, it's huge, you know, and we got to get those. I mean, I, if I feel really good and I know that we're going to get it, I, I'm going to go for it on fourth down just because I just didn't feel like we were – you know, I thought if there's a few of our linemen that, you know, in that game played really, really well, but there, then there's a couple that you're like, man, you're, they're not winning right now. And then if you're not winning, you know, it makes you a little bit nervous to go for it. But, you know, the third downs, you know, any third and one, we should get that. I mean, that just should be set in stone, whether you're the running back or the old lineman. If we're running the ball, we are going to get that first down no matter what. If i got to put my head down and be my own blocker, then I get it done as well. And, you know, we just – I don't know. I, didn't, I just did get in that game again. I just didn't think we played real physical. I, I really didn't. And, uh, you know, and that leads to kind of a lot of our decisions on what we do. Well, and you see it in the stats. Uh, you'd been running the ball so well. Now, granted, Washburn's a much better team than, than a few of those. But uh, you were held to, what, 67 yards on the ground. You'd gone over 200, well over 200 in the, the three wins prior to that. And kind of some of it goes back to that physicality. Some of that is just, just attitude. And it was hard to get your guys going. That's it. It's just your mentality. You know, once you get to the line of scrimmage you know are we going to get this or are we not are we going to get the job done are we going to blow them off the ball and you know we i didn't feel like we were really truly doing that i didn't think our backs were really getting downhill like they should have as well and um, you know there's a few holes there that they just they miss you know if they hit those holes it's a 10 15 yard gain but you know it just wasn't clicking for some reason and uh i don't know we got to find a way to get these guys more tuned in and more locked in i, I tried so many different things um, but at some point, you know, we just have to mature and grow, and and, and those kids got to start figuring some things out on their own. Three total possessions in the first half of that game. You had the long scoring drive, then you had the punt near midfield, and then you had that last drive, and we talked about it, got it down to the to the six, but had to settle for the field goal try, and then had the field goal block. That was that was a big swing in the game you got a chance obviously you see it at the end uh you could have been uh, going for, you know had the lead instead of the tie there at the end but um just the momentum of going in the locker room up by two possessions or if you can find a way to score a touchdown a two touchdown lead totally changes the feel of that game for the way it was being played in the first half it does you know and then we come out and we get the ball back you know and if we go down to score right then and, and at least make it 17 nothing or even 13 nothing it's it's you know, it's in our favor, and, uh, you know, we just – we didn't get the job done. Even that – I mean, we were down there. I mean, we had opportunities in that possession to, to score touchdowns, and we still – especially with the big play, to, big play to Josh. I mean, yeah. that's a huge play. That should be a lot of momentum built right there. Guys getting to the ball, hey, let's go get this done, but we still didn't 
punched you in the end zone. And then, you know, and I thought Fernando did a great job kicking. You know, for us, he did a, he did an excellent job in that game for us, and uh, you know, got us on the board and tied the game up for us and got the overtime. Those are those are those are tough situations, but he did a good job doing it. But we got to get points. Anytime we're in the red zone, we have to find a way to get points. And you've been doing a pretty good job of that uh, this season, certainly. Um, you mentioned Josh Okachuku. Uh, his best game as a Tiger, I think he had six receptions in the first uh, four. He did not play in one of them. So the four games he had played, and he had six total catches. He had five for, I think, 105 yards on Saturday. Um, he's a big receiver, uh, junior college transfer. Boy, how many times you see that it just takes a while. I think he even said after the game, uh, maybe now finally starting to feel a bit more comfortable with the offense and the co- coordination and timing with the chance of quarterback it is and it, you know it does take time you know it's there's a lot that goes into an offense and learning formations and in the because they're always in different spots and then learning you know the route concepts and then okay what formation are we in what's the route concept because each position is doing something different and uh, you know you have to do that to mix things up on a defense and put guys in different spots to win and uh he's starting to figure those things out so you know you can have a little more patience with those guys you know but the guys that have been here have been through it and have done it it's hard to have patience with them when they don't know what they're supposed to be doing but you know with him i think he's starting to really truly figure it out and, he, and he's getting better he still had a few mistakes mm-hmm. you know in that game but i think as this year goes on you know he's going to be more more of a weapon for us well, I will say he's got a very, very nice beard. He's got a tremendous deep voice. So I'm very envious of Josh. <laughs> a great, great young man. A little bit we visited with him. But the the beard and the voice uh, got me a little, little jealous of him. We're at the bottom of the hour. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Tiger Talk is brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive. They've got tires for all driving conditions and budgets, along with the complete automotive service and repair. That's GNL Tire and Automotive. They're just east of 8th and Main on the bricks in downtown Hayes. We're live at the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk on this Monday. We'll take another break. Be back with more here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. When harvest starts, you need equipment at a dealership you can count on. BTI Equipment is your harvest headquarters with a full line of John Deere equipment, parts inventory, and highly trained service technicians to keep you up and running. Sign up for your no-cost winter service inspection now. Spots are filling up fast. Schedule your service request online anytime. Visit btiequip.com for details. Call BTI. BTI Equipment, our family in partnership with your family. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Your life is a story. 
a remarkable tale full of joys and sorrows, successes and failures. At Golden Belt Bank, we have this idea, a belief, really, that the best way to serve you is by getting to know that story, even becoming a small part of it. It's more than deposits and withdrawals. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC. Three down Lyman for Fort Hay State. Inside two to go in the third. Shurik bobbles the snap, has time in the pocket. Now it crumbles and down he goes. Javaris Sanders grabs him and brings him to the turf. His second sack of the game. And Fort Hay State getting to Mitch Shurig, and they sack him on third down. And more of the action from Saturday at Jaeger Stadium in Topeka. Tigers fall in overtime to Washburn 23-20. We're live at the Golden Q where it's the grilled cheeseburger special for your lunch uh, throughout the day here on this Monday. But they've got, of course, a great uh, selection of burgers, the best around, plus a lot of other menu items. They've really expanded that over the years. So stop on by Monday Night Football tonight. Of course, watch the baseball playoffs uh, as well. They're on throughout the day here at the Golden Q where they always say, the game's on. They're open. Tigers lose in overtime at Washburn Saturday. Had a 7-0 lead at the break. And I'm guessing that first possession in the third quarter, obviously, you go three and out. Highly disappointing for you. The, I think the only three and out you had all day. Uh, but to, to have the lead and then get the ball and do nothing with it, you had a chance to really kind of uh, insert your will, if you will, and and uh, and uh, take control of that football game. Because even though it was only 7 nothing, it felt like you guys were in control in that first half. Yeah, it did. And, you know, we saw opportunities to score points and do some things, and, you know, we didn't in the first half. And then we came out the second half, and we were flat. And it's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out everything and trying to find out the pulse of this team and, you know, what gets them going, what doesn't get them going, um, and all these little different things. But, I mean, it's... There's no excuses. You know, we got to come out and play hard, play physical for four quarters, and that's something that we have not been able to do since you know, all season long. We heard that highlight, that sack, Javara Sanders' second sack of the day. You guys had six quarterback sacks. I mean, defensively, you got pressure on Mitch Schurig. I, I, I think you kept him uncomfortable. He was able to hit on a couple of big plays, which turned to be pivotal pivotal in this game. But, boy, to waste a six-sacks performance is kind of disappointing. It is, and it's just, you know, it's the most frustrating just giving up those easy ones. You know, there were you know, those easy touchdowns and not making them earn it all the way down, you know, is it that hurts you. And, uh, you know, but I still thought defensively, you know, up front on the D-line, we know we did, did do some good things. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the big plays that we got to eliminate, you know, defensively and then offensively. We need to start hitting on some of those big plays because that's something that we haven't really been truly doing. And they're they're a frustrating defense in a sense, and, and you touched on it last week, even though you said it earlier, they, they keep the play in front. They play their safeties deep. They really build everything on not giving up the big play. It's hard to get a lot of momentum, although, which is some of the reasons there's long scoring drives, but uh, it, it was hard to, to find. You got a couple. Josh had the 50-some yarder. He had the big touchdown catch as well. But uh, they really limit that ability to strike big plays against them. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's, they, they stay deep. I mean, the corners played pretty, you know, soft. And their safeties are playing soft. Linebackers are kind of, you know, in definite pass situations or are off the ball. And, you know, they do make you force it, you know, force you to throw it underneath. But, again, those situations, catch the ball, let's make somebody miss and go make a big play. And that's just something that we didn't do. 
their two big pass plays, they, after you go three and out, they come back and score on their first drive to tie the game up. Uh, 35-yard TD pass to Letcher, and then they uh, got a, uh, in the fourth quarter, uh, their first possession of the fourth, they got that 65-yard pass to Peter Affle, um, in which uh, I think Jimon was right there. It's almost a jump ball. He took it away, but then scored because of it. But, but what happened on those two big touchdown passes? Just, you know, in position, right? We're really and truly in position, and we just – you know, didn't make the play. I mean, we're there to make the plays, and it's, instead of us getting the ball out, you know, the, the, they caught it. And, uh, you know, Jimons was tough on the sideline. Both of them were hand-fighting, you know, and, you know, you, you could probably call pass interference on offense or defense, <laughs> you know, in that situation as well. But the official did a good job of, hey, Coach, they're hand-fighting. They're both getting after it, and, you know, we just got beat. And uh, so those are those things that, you know, you can't allow to happen, and uh, you, you, we got to start winning those battles. It seems like, from what we've observed in the conference, it's hard to get a pass interference call, but a lot of times they are both jockeying and jostling, if you will, down the field. And as long as both are doing it, it seems like the crews this year are more apt to let that go as opposed to calling interference. I mean, they let you play, you know. Which and, I guess is what you want. Is what you want, you know, as a defensive guy for sure. You know, you want to let you play a little bit, but... When two guys are fighting for a ball and trying to get in position, I mean, they're doing a good job just letting those guys battle it out, and and, and, and the winner wins. And, uh, you know, we ended up losing on a couple of those, and, and it hurt us. I want to ask you uh, on, on one of the scenarios, I think it was your first possession of the fourth quarter. After they score, that was a big 65-yard pass. The kick goes out of bounds. You end up having to burn a timeout in a tight game. I think what it was um, – 17-14, you were down at the time. You had to call a timeout on trying to run your play after that kickoff went out of bounds. I know it was a lengthy discussion over by your sideline. Jonathan Zweiger was trying to listen in, but he, he stayed behind the dotted line. What was that all about? What they did? Because that ended up being a – it kind of killed some momentum, and you had to burn a timeout, and it took a close game in the second half. We know how precious those are. So this is something I'm going to look in myself. Okay. Um, you think I would know this. You know, being a football coach, but you also think the officials would know this as well. But so when the ball went out, was kicked out of bounds, we were asked what position on the field that we wanted the ball. And when they ask you what position, it's like it's, it's what hash. The hash, the uprights, the middle of the post, the other upright, or, or, or the far hash. So position one is the press box, home press box side hash, and it kind of goes from there. Well, we always like to be on our sideline, so we said position five. And he asked me and he asked our offensive coordinator the, the same question, and then they put the ball on the far hash. And so we're trying to have the discussion of we were asked what position we wanted, and it's not there. And So I called timeout, and then the official then said it has to be on that hash because that's where it went out of bounds. So that's something I need to check into and dig a little bit deeper to see exactly if that's the rule or if it's not the rule. Well, it's interesting. They asked you what position, and then turn out that it has to be. And, I, and that's a good point. I don't, top of my head, remember. Um, if it always goes on the side, the ball's kicked out of bounds. When it, it, when it happens so infrequently, uh, but that, that is a good good question. But you could tell it through. I mean, chance. And I'm sure you had a play call that was set up for the ball to be on the other side yep. of the field, and that changes that play. And you could tell right away when the clock was getting down, and Chance had to call the timeout. He was frustrated trying to get an explanation from the official. Yeah, and it is frustrating, you know, because you got something set and you you feel pretty good about it, and then all of a sudden, you know, you you have to basically waste a timeout because everything was was messed up. You know, if I was never asked that question, we would have had the formation 
the way we wanted it, and we would have moved forward. But, you know, when you get those questions asked, you just answer the question well, the way you wanted it. Yeah, you know, there's always uh, things like that that pop up in a game. Tiger Talk brought to you by Adams Brown. They do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. You can still chime in. We'll get to some of our questions we had submitted throughout the week, but you can still do that. Go to FHSUathletics.com. Look for Fan Zone. Uh, click on that. You get a drop-down menu. You'll see Tiger Talk Ask the Coach, and if we use your question, you'll be in the running for a gift certificate for $25 of free food here at the Golden Q in Hayes. Tiger Talk from the Golden Q. We'll take another break. More with the coach, including some of those questions that were submitted. We'll get to those here in a little bit on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. If you take electric or natural gas service from Midwest Energy, you're a co-op member. Midwest Energy is holding its annual meeting of members on Monday, October 18th at 10 a.m. at Fort Hayes State University's Robbins Center. Join us for a short meeting and maybe win one of several great door prizes. Again, that's the Midwest Energy annual meeting, Monday, October 18th, 10 a.m. at the Fort Hayes State Robbins Center. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Next Tech Business Technology Solutions are designed to drive client success. We define solutions to fit your business in physical and cybersecurity, managed IT, M365, and cloud phone. So call us up for a free network assessment or a dark web scan. Let's get started. Sign a qualifying deal and choose Apple AirPods Pro or an Apple Watch SE. Next Tech, celebrating 70 years, a legacy of connectivity. Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GNL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, tires is in GNL Tire's name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GNL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Fuller lobs it downfield, and it's going to be caught by Ramsey at the 50. It's a first down. A lob over two defensive backs. Peyton Lane the tackle, but it's a first down all the way up to the 47-yard line. Yeah, it was a big 35-yard pass. Got the Tigers out near midfield on their proved to be their final scoring drive of regulation. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We are at the Golden Q in Hayes, two blocks east of campus if the game's on, they're open. Tiger Talk also brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, they're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. That was a beautiful touch pass by Chance. He got it over two defenders, and Manny caught it falling backwards, got it out to midfield. You'd move it all the way down to the 14. I know that was frustrating. You couldn't punch it in for a score, and Manny had a drop, and Hunter Butke had it down to the two, and 
He'll catch that probably 99 out of 100 times. He's been such a great receiver, great tight end this year. Uh, two of the guys you'd want to be targeted in that situation. Just unfortunately, they could not come up with a play. Probably um, you start to score, but you feel pretty good about maybe winning that game if they make those catches. Yeah, you do. You know, you get yourself in a great situation. Um, we did a good job of, you know, using the clock up, you know, on the way down to, to get in that position. And, uh, you know, we get it on the two and more or the seven, you know, either one of those. And, uh, you know, the clock's still running and we still get to run a few more, you know, time off the clock. But, you know, both those balls should have been caught. I mean, those are ones that need to be caught. And uh, those are times that you need to make the play and, and, and make it happen. And we just didn't make the play. Yeah. And credit, I mean, to the offense, you were down three. Um, you had had um, a possession after they had scored. You had a punt it, but then you got a big stop for them, and you kind of had a feeling that was going to be it. You, that was going to either force overtime or or win the game. This is going to be your last chance. And to their credit, they put together a long uh, drive, and, and you eventually got that field goal for uh, Fernando Avila Castro with under a minute to go. And uh, you kind of touched on him. He had the one block, but two pressure kicks. And, and, you know, that's obviously compared to what Florida State has been used to in the kicking game for the last decade. Uh, those are pressure situations, and he came through. There were no doubters when he got him up. No, there wasn't. I mean, he was, I mean, he was right straight through the center. And, uh, you know, he's done a great job in practice. And, and you know, he's, you can tell he's really been working, you know, on his kicks, you know, because as a kicker, it's, it's kind of hard to during practice because your special teams coach is actually also a position coach at our level. So, you know, they go into the indoor and, and, and kick field goals and do different drills and things like that. And you can tell he's really been truly working on that and really focusing in. And, uh, you know, we needed those, and, and he got it down. I just wish we could have got that one in yeah. the first half and not get blocked. And then it, who knows, this game probably doesn't even go to overtime. And then you, you get it to overtime and, uh, you know, had to settle for the field goal. And that's always, you know, the frustrating part. You obviously try to, if you can win the toss, uh, defer to know what you have to do and and uh, wanted to score a touchdown, obviously, but uh, had to settle for the field goal, and then you knew the pressure was going to be on the defense there to close that thing out. Yeah, you did, and, you know, and the defense did a good job of getting mm-hmm. it to third down, you know, even third and long, I believe, is what it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're playing a, uh, you know, a coverage that everybody should know. Our, just our corner gets a little bit too wide on the receiver, and he, and he throws it in underneath him and, and scores a touchdown. And, uh, and that's a great catch by that kid. A yeah. Hard throw. I mean, good throw by, by Mitch, but it's even a better, a better catch by the receiver, I mean, because that's a hard one to get to. Yeah, about the only – he put it where it was going to be Letcher to catch it or nobody else. And it seemed like they had some success getting that inside leverage on some of those slant patterns. Yeah, they did. And then we just got to be a little bit harder, you know, on those than, than what we are right now. I mean, I think we just – you know, a couple of young guys that, I mean, they are true freshmen that, that are playing right now, and, and they're still trying to figure it out and trying to play confident. I'm sure they're pretty nervous and pretty tight, but, you know, they have enough experience now that, you know, we, we need them to start making those plays for us. We did get a few questions submitted throughout the week. We're going to go ahead and get to those now. Of course, you can do that any time of the week. Uh, if something comes on your mind, you want to ask the coach, just, again, go to FHSUathletics.com. Click on Fan Zone. You get a drop-down menu, and then uh, ask the coach, Tiger Talk, ask the coach there near the bottom and submit your question. Um, uh, kind of appropriate, after playing Washburn, you've played Kearney. They weren't listed on this, but over your 10 years as the Tigers head coach, who do you consider to be your biggest in-state, I guess in-state rival, which is why Carney's not on there, but the biggest in-state rival, Emporia, Washburn, or Pitt? That might be hard to answer. It is, you know, because there's two of those I've I've been at, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I played at Pitt, and I got my degree from there, and that's kind of where I got my start, uh, you know, of, you know, uh, not really, I never really coached there, but just kind of learning from those coaches as well, and then 
Coach Surrogate Washburn offered me a job, and you know, and that's my first college, real college job. So I mean, I, pick or choose either one of those. Well, two, we know one thing: know. if you're at Pitt, you're in, in Washburn. You didn't like Emporia, so we made the right. process of so, elimination. It's probably Emporia yeah. State. <laughs> and Higgins never called. I don't know. Maybe that's it. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I like him. I mean, I like Coach Higgins at Emporia. I like Coach Surrogate at Washburn. Don't really know the Pitt State guy too well, but I, I mean, I really. It had to be probably between Washburn and Pitt just because I played, you know, mm-hmm. one and coached at the other. And uh, I know it's always fun to beat some of the guys that you coached with or, or, or used to coach you as well. Well, and we could see after the game the mutual respect that you and Coach Shurig has. Hard not to like Coach Shurig and, and the job he's done at Washburn. They're all-time winning as coach, and, and um, you know, they've been a consistent winner uh, kind of like what you built here at Fort Hayes State and, and, and seems like a pretty good guy. I'm guessing when it's that game week, that's who you want to beat. And, and it's, you know, at least for me, it seems like whenever you play, all three, it, whatever it is, that's that's the biggest rival at that time. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. You know, but, but Craig, he is. He's yeah. a wonderful guy. I mean, he gave me my first opportunity. He taught me a lot, um, Just you know, not just about football, but about life and, and those things, too. And, you know, even when he was at Pitt, he even coached me at Pitt as well. So which is so we've kind of have a long history together. But love the guy more than anything, and I'll do anything for him and his family. They got a wonderful family as well. And uh, I don't know, I just I just, I just want to give him a shout out for and thank him for all he does. And then even Zach Watkins, you know, oh. he was How he about, got congratulations to, the hall, to him. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Got inducted to the to the Hall of Fame there at Washburn, where he coached here for a while too. So just great people, they really are. I thought it was funny. There was a. I can't remember. There was a situation in the game, and the officials were having a discussion, and Chance was talking to Coach Watkins, I think. He was explaining what was going on, cause he, but it was it was neat to see. There's a, a, obviously a respect there, and uh, certainly well-deserved to their Hall of Fame. and did a great job at Fort Hayes State, got that opportunity to go back to Topeka, but uh, always like Coach Watkins. Yep, always do. He's a, he's a great one. One other question. What is the t- – got to be careful how we ask this, maybe. The Tiger football drink of choice on the sidelines, and not what you wanted to drink on Saturday as that progressed, but I'm sure it's more on the lines. Is it water? Is it Gatorade? What, what do you guys do? There's a mixture of both. Um, there's water and there's Gatorade, and, and, and so it's really kind of whatever the, the kid prefers at that time. And, uh, you know, we try to do do both. That way the kids are get some electrolytes as the game goes on. That way they're not cramping up and things like that. But, you know, it's a mixture of them. And the one, the bottles you see with tape on them are Gatorade, and the bottles that don't have tape on them are water. So uh, sometimes I grab one or other, and sometimes I'll have both of them just to get a little bit of a mixture. Well, there you go. Some of the insight, of course, Gatorade developed by the University of Florida for uh, for the football, and those electrolytes always important. Didn't see as much, cr- and it was a hot day. It was a warm day. I mean, for that time of the year in October to be right there at 90, didn't see a lot of cramping, which sometimes you do see. You, yeah, but our, our Nate, our trainer, does an excellent job of making sure that we are properly hydrated, you know, before every game, just the different type of drinks that we have. You know, there are some things called Gator Lights now, which is a, is a, it's like a Gatorade that, you know, has electrolytes and stuff in it and making sure we have them properly hydrated before we even get there on game day with just the, the travel and the mills and all that stuff, making sure they stay hydrated. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine in, carry out, fast delivery, 625-7114. Or you can use their handy Taco Shop app, the Taco Shop. You've never had it so good. We're going to take our final break. We'll preview this Saturday night's game, final night game of the year. Tigers hosting the Broncos of Central Oklahoma. We'll talk about it next when we return to the Golden Q. It's Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
There's an exciting new business coming to downtown Hayes. The Fort will be opening soon. The Fort, located in the former Wild Rose building, will serve food, a wide variety of drinks, and will feature games and entertainment. It will be completely different than anything else in western Kansas. The Fort is now looking for bartenders and servers to join their team. Call or stop by the Golden Q in Hayes to apply for positions at the Fort. Training will begin at the Q. Apply today and join the team at the Fort in downtown Hayes. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at adamsbrowncpa.com. As an athlete, the one thing you dread the most is injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings 8 to 9, the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at the Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, part of the University of Kansas Health System. Your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes, has just what you need. Charge it, battery smart chargers starting at $42.99. Napa Exact Fit rear wiper blades starting at $10.99. 3M Headlight Restoration System, $17.99. Napa Antifreeze Coolant, green, full strength, $11.99 per gallon. Napa Diesel Exhaust Fluid, $9.99. And ask about RV Antifreeze. Shop today and save. Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. This is going to be a 31-yard attempt for Fernando Avila Castro. It would match his career long that he had at Bethany. Ball on the right hash. Snap down. There's the hold. There's the kick from Avila Castro. It's got the distance, and it is good. He knocked it through. Fernando Avila Castro, just his second made field goal of the season. But the Tigers have tied it up with 58 seconds to go in the game. Yeah, 31-yarder tied his career long when he kicked to Bethany and hit a 33-yarder in the overtime before they State falls short to Washburn. BTI is your area John Deere dealer. They've got locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Before we get to Central Oklahoma, take a preview look at the Broncos. We did have one other question. What well, kind of a two-parter uh, su- uh, submitted? And again, you can do that. Go to FHSUathletics.com. We've told you how you can uh, submit your question. But do you have any game day traditions? Kind of goes along with uh, maybe what's a drink on the sideline, but any game day traditions, drink, food, or something that you always go to? And then kind of a follow-up, is it different when you're at home as opposed to when you're on the road? Not really. I mean, get up and kind of go through my little Bible app in the morning, you know, we do like always have like a little little Bible plans that I always go through in the morning. Um, listen to a little Christian music and uh, pray a little bit, and then you know I just take a shower and get myself ready to go. But I do always have sometimes one rock star, sometimes two rock stars, you know, just to kind of get the energy going the just energy a drinks. little bit. But um, but for you know, as a team though too, you know, we just we always have a, a chapel, you know, four and a half hours before the game, and then. You know, sometimes Drew Gannon does that for us at home and on the road. I I do it, and in this last 
game against Washburn, Lake Heimerman did it, which was awesome oh, wow. to hear him do it, you know, with our kids. And then four hours, then, then when he's done, we have pregame meal, and then, you know, we're at the field two and a half hours before the game. So that's kind of the routine. And then at that point, I get out there and I kind of walk the field, you know, on the road, I'll walk the field just to kind of see if there's any areas that are that are concerned or how the wind's blowing in that area as well and just kind of just looking around the stands and seeing if there's anything that you know it is out of ray and but not really too much but just i mean there's a few little quirky things mm-hmm. in there but lock in stay loaded and, and get our kids ready just some final thoughts before the game with myself of just going through different scenarios and different situations that, that could arise in the game and make sure I'm prepared for those. Well, Central Oklahoma this week, by the way, we thank you for the question. You'll be registered for that gift certificate from the Golden Q. Um, Central Oklahoma got off to a tough start. They were 1-3. and three. Now they've won two in a row, and they've been putting up points, 52 at points average in their last two wins, but they're now 3-3, three and three, and you're going to face another running quarterback uh, in uh, in uh, Stephon Brown. I think he leads the MIAA in rushing touchdowns with seven this year, but a big challenge on a team that is playing with some confidence right now, Central Oklahoma. They are. You know, they're playing well right now, and just, just watching them play and the things that they're doing, whether it's defensively or, or offensively, you know, they're going to give us some troubles you know and um you know we just got to get our kids prepared for you know there's going to be some coverage things that you know our offense hasn't seen yet and <clears throat> excuse me we're going to have to really hone in on those and, and find some routes then and, and some and some keys for a chance to throw to and you know then even their their d line you know they do some things defensively that you know that we've seen a little bit of but not a lot but it's just getting locked in and loaded and then offensively it might be a two quarterback yeah. system you never they know play the, you know so We'll see what happens there. When one's in, it's going to be more of a run. The other one's in, it's more pass. So, um, you know, being prepared to, for two different offenses. What Brown compared to, I mean, we, you, obviously you saw in Carney's quarterback, um, T.J. Davis, such a great runner and passer. Uh, when Brown's in there and runs, I mean, is, is it a different style? What kind of style of runner is he? He's more of a power runner, right. I think. And T.J., he's, he's just going to make you miss and, <laughs> and, and run by you and, and make you look funny and, and break your ankles and things like this kid. He's just going to try to run over you. I mean, he's, he's got you know enough agility to kind of make, some, make you miss but he's he's strong and powerful all right coach well have a great week of practice you'll know uh, you, uh, we'll get the ship right and we'll be back on track hopefully with a good win saturday night thanks john appreciate you head coach chris brown of the tigers and that's going to wrap it up tigers uh, in action that's a final night game seven o'clock on saturday we're on the air at six with the auto world pregame show reminder we'll have volleyball on kays uh 5 45 pregame on friday tigers in missouri southern and football on saturday tiger talk brought to you by golden belt bank of hayes and ellis adams brown the taco shop bti hayes orthopedic institute gnl tire and automotive and of course the golden q if the game's on they're open that's going to wrap it up for coach chris brown gerard walbrock so long everyone